0: Well, what's up brand builders and future brand builders, and welcome to another episode of The Brand Builder Show, the podcast that helps Amazon sellers and future Amazon sellers become brand builders, build a business you own and a life you love. It's gonna be a great episode that's gonna help you do exactly that today by mastering all things PPC. My guest today is Thomas Ropel. He is one of the co-founders of industry-leading tool Celex. Selex has been in the market for a long time, and Thomas's brain is a big part of why they are what they are today. He's incredibly knowledgeable, has a background in Google, and uh, has been running PPC and marketing since 2006. So he is a veteran in the space, and it is an incredible honor and privilege to have him on the show today. So buckle yourselves in, get ready to take some notes mental or otherwise and uh, get ready for some great learnings let's get in to today's episode awesome well welcome to another episode of the brand builder show and i am here with my good friend thomas from selix thomas welcome to the show today
1: thank you so much ben i love to be here
0: it's great to have you all the way from berlin are you in berlin at the moment
1: Yes, yes, and we have enough beautiful weather today, so it's a good place.
0: You'll make me me jealous, don't stop it. Um, Good, great to have you on the show. Uh, Listen, we've got so much we could talk to you about. I think you are one of like the, uh, I don't want to sort of, you know, make your head too big, but one of the most knowledgeable in the industry when it comes to advertising and and building, uh, you know, advertising growth on Amazon. So I want to sort of pick your brains a bit, but give us a little bit of a background into how you got into the world of uh, Amazon, e-commerce, what got you started on this journey
1: uh, yeah I, I would say i started relatively early so um, basically in terms of advertising i started to to really focus on already around 2006 7 where i created my own performance marketing agency so this already goes back pretty much 15 years back in the days obviously not focusing on amazon but more focusing on google um then 2011 i built my own first amazon business so that's also now 10 years ago so I started basically FBA before FBA was a thing. So, so this was kind of yeah. uh, in the the very early days, and um, yeah. I also then joined Google. I worked at Google, you know, focusing on PPC for almost ten years. And uh, throughout that time, I also you know continued my Amazon business, but I also um, at some point, you know, then initiated Selex, uh, right, which was around the 2015. And so really thinking about what can we actually do from a software perspective, right, to really build up um, any analytics, any insights, you know, just kind of like helping sellers around the world. And yeah, since pretty much the last three, four, five years, then a big focus on Amazon PPC. So in a nutshell, right, a big red line connected to PPC and Amazon, which now all comes together, right, with the Amazon PPC world.
0: Yeah, talk to us a bit about that because I remember, I think Celix would have been one of the first tools I ever uh, got an account for when I started on Amazon in 2016, 17. And uh, I remember it was, uh, at least from my memory, correct me if I'm wrong, but from my memory, it was more maybe focused on keyword research, maybe some optimization aspects. But you have really leaned into the world of PPC, especially over recent years, and become one of the you know market-leading tools for PPC specifically. What was it really that made you double down on PPC? Was it something you saw in the industry? Um, was it your expertise? You know, Google, that's a incredibly, um, you know, that's a wealth of knowledge you could Got there was it all of those things talk to us a bit about that
1: um uh, i mean all of this played a role right but i mm. think the the main reason was um essentially where we have seen that the market is just evolving and also in which direction amazon is basically going with the amazon marketplace mm. so you know when you were selling uh, 2011 2012 right or when you were selling 2015-16 when when celix was founded and PPC was a very minor thing right mm. PPC to most degree didn't even exist, or it was in such a very small shape that most people didn't really use it, or they don't needed to use it. So there was a big focus on SEO, listing optimization, profit understanding, keyword research, all of this. But then, as time passed by, all of these things were more, you know, let's say the foundations, right? So everyone at some point, you know, needed to do them, was able to do them. Um, but when you really wanted to continue to scale to grow on Amazon, And PPC became more and more important throughout time. And the main reason for that was that Amazon in the end, you know, saw that PPC for them is a fantastic way to maximize their profit margins, to maximize their profits and the margins in retail marketplace are not so high, but they're relatively high in advertising. So for them, this was quite a very, very good thing to do. And if you now basically search for any product on Amazon, it doesn't matter which one, to be honest, you will almost see that for the majority of those above the fold, which basically means all the ads which happen or all the listings, which you see without scrolling, are for most search terms ads. So if you don't scroll, right? The only thing for most search curves on Amazon will be already ads. And this was not the case five years ago, right? This was not the case 10 years ago. It's was only been the case three years ago. But now if you go on Amazon, it's you know across the board like this. So that's where we just, you know, also believe we really need to double down on PPC, it's getting more important every day, and it's also getting more complicated and complex Mm. every day, as Amazon is investing a huge amount of time and effort into this. So this is where we just think we can add the biggest value to the industry, to other brands, and just helping everyone to
0: grow. Yeah, absolutely. And and what is it? Do you think about PPC that's so essential for a current a future seller? Why is it so important for them to uh, to grow in this area to get knowledge in this area of PPC?
1: Because I think you know, as mentioned, five years ago, a good product, right, a good product research, and some you know listing optimization, doing some decent keyword research, I think a good price, good supplier, all Mm -hmm. of this was sufficient, right? You can make a decent business, decent amount of money, but just doing that. But this has changed. And so in our in our perspective right now, you need to understand PPC, or you need to have someone in your team that understands PPC, mm. right? And because it's just getting so important at this point that in our, you know, our current view on, on this is that for 90, 95% of brands out there, if you really want to make money on Amazon in the future, there's no way, you know, around PPC. So really take this topic seriously. Um, there are different ways how you can do this but the most important thing is just a mental shift take this topic incredibly seriously and if you really want to grow if you want to scale you need to solve amazon ppc
0: yeah no i completely agree i I think there's some people out there that would say well i'm just not going to run ppc because it's getting too expensive but i think you know i would say to them where wherever two people's goals can co-align there's going to be success there and amazon's goal is to increase advertising revenue and so if you can try and align your goals with theirs by dominating that space then it's hopefully a a recipe for success but um, in order to see that what uh, what are some of the best practices that you would see across the advertising industry Um, consistent traits you see in the most successful advertisers if you were to give us you know some of the top things that they would be doing
1: yeah, I think um, the the let's say secrets to success. I think mm. are as in many things in life not that secretive. Yeah. I think uh, I think in many in many ways it's really just about um, avoiding mistakes. I would almost say, right? I think I think the the big the biggest secret is just avoid the most common mistakes. I think yeah. it goes more on this, and um, I think the it basically starts with the foundations, right? It starts with the foundations. We we see hundreds thousands of different sellers uh, which basically, you know, so come to us and then they they in the end, and we look at the accounts, look at the performance, and we just see that the foundations are not right. And if the foundations are not right, it's uh, pretty much impossible, right, to, to really do anything else, you know, good, right? It just doesn't work. And when we talk about the foundations, what do we talk about? Mostly it's about stuff like account structure, right? Mm-hmm. How do you structure your campaigns? What do you do with your targeting? What do you, which bits do you set? How do you ensure that you have a clean and nice setup, which can be optimized later on? So account campaign structure is incredibly important. And it's a topic that we still see, you know, even if there are so many guides out there, it's something which basically still many, many people get wrong. But it's one of the most important things if we really want to be successful.
0: Yeah. Could you, uh, in two minutes or less, if that's possible, <laughs> summarize what might be a good, if someone's just starting out with PPC, what would be a good understanding of account structure that they could research, of course, you know, but, but deploy in their account?
1: Yeah, I think that, let's say, you know, the, the most common thing I would always recommend to anyone that just is starting or is basically, you know, around that starting phase in focus on sponsored products, mm-hmm. there are also different formats, right? But focus on sponsored products. That's still the main format. It's the easiest format, right? It's the format that probably will also perform the best for you, especially in the beginning. And um, so start with that one. And then there's this very, very fantastic thing of Amazon that they offer you so-called auto campaigns and manual campaigns. And auto campaigns basically means that Amazon will do almost everything for you, right? Especially when it comes to targeting. So you basically just provide them your ASIN and they will automatically try to figure out what are the right search queries. In manual campaigns, you need to do this basically yourself. And the fantastic thing, right, about Amazon is that they provide these auto campaigns in the first place, which are not available in other platforms, right? So best thing to always start with is to start with an auto campaign, start with a manual campaign, Utilize the auto campaign to get an understanding which search terms, which keywords work well for your product. Mm -hmm. And if you see that they work well, you can move them over to your manual campaign, where you then can control them in a much more better granular way, fine tune the bidding, and ensure that you actually really make money with it. Yeah, but that's what I would say is the most important thing in the beginning, right? So ensure that you understand the concept of auto campaigns and manual campaigns.
0: Yeah, that's great advice, definitely. And you, uh, you recently developed uh, the Benchmarker tool, which uh, helps with a lot of this stuff in terms of analysing your campaign structure. Um, you know, making sure you've got best practices in place. It's something that I've uh, covered on my um, YouTube channel a couple of times because it's. I just think it's an incredibly powerful tool, and the data it shows you. Uh, but what was the, the inception of that? Like, what made you decide to create something like the benchmarker?
1: Um, yeah, that's. <laughs> That's, that's to be honest, it's something you know that um, we developed, or that also I developed, mostly due to save my own time as well, right? <laughs> And uh, not just my time, but also the time of, of thousands and tens of thousands of other other brands which have the same problems. Um, as mentioned, right? I when I worked at Google, I analyzed hundreds and thousands of different different businesses and their PPC campaigns. When I then focused on Amazon, I did the same thing. And at some point, you just notice you do these things again and again and again. And also the problems, right? The problems are pretty much the same. And you invest a huge amount of time on solving the same problems, which are always a little bit different, but the principles are the same. And so what we try to do now with the ZX Benchmarker is just to group many of the, let's say, most common problems, which literally everyone has every month, and automate them. So make it very easy for any business owner or for any PPC manager, for any agency to really save time on the things that they need to do basically almost every week or every month. And the two most important things which we try to to really solve with the benchmarker is on the first, right? The first question that we tried to address was, are your numbers actually good or bad? This sounds like a stupid question, right? (laughs) But it's actually a very important question because if you look at your conversion rate and your conversion rate is 10%, or if you look at your click-through rate, so the likelihood that someone clicks on your ad and it's 0.03%, most people will not know is this actually a good or a bad number. And the only way to understand if this is a good or bad number is if we have proper benchmarks. And this is why we then, in the first place, we now call it the benchmarker because what it really provides is for all the most important numbers and KPIs, so key performance indicators in the Amazon space, benchmarks. So we analyzed this $2.5 billion of ad revenue. So this is a very, very big database. We aggregated it, we anonymized it, we broke it down to 20,000 categories around the world. And we looked at what does good and bad look like for each of these numbers. And if you now analyze the number, we can tell you that your 10% conversion rate might be actually very good, but your click-through rate of 0.15% might be very bad. So you should probably focus on improving your images, your assets, or your targeting, and really trying to solve that part.
0: Yeah, and uh, that was 2.5 billion with a B, right? Yes, yes. Not, with not a million, billion, billion. Yeah. that's a, that's a, a billion lot of billion. data.
1: It's a lot of data, it's a lot of data, it's 200,000 products, right, which which come into this analysis. Yeah. But it's important, because otherwise, you cannot really do benchmarks, and you need a huge amount of data, Um, because otherwise, right, neither statistically they make sense, right, or you have big outliers. So you just need this very, very big data set to come up, you know, with the right mathematical models, to come up with benchmarks that actually are useful and that can really guide anyone, right? Is this a number that I should try to really focus on? Should I try to improve my listings, my images, my bidding or not? And this is really, really required for that.
0: Yeah, and it it really does uh, help you highlight the areas that need work on the most, like you said, you know, specific metrics that do need improving. And whereas I think before, uh, you know, in the industry, we we would give out sort of just general benchmarks, you know, or 12.5% is the average conversion rate on Amazon, right across Amazon. Well, that's great. But like you say, some categories, it'd be way more, some way less. And so that's, that is vital data, I think, um, that that people can really tap into. Um, We've got a link for the benchmarker to be able to access that. Talk us through... How easy is it to set up? Is it easy to set up the Benchmarker?
1: It's incredibly easy, right? And this was also very important for us. So uh, the benchmark is free, right? So it doesn't cost anything. And the sign-up actually can be done in less than 30 seconds, right? So you just fill out the form, connect the API. Then the report already starts running. It normally will be sent to you for free in a few hours. And uh, then, yeah, this report actually, and that's the fantastic thing, which we also started to implement four, four months ago, roughly, is that not only will be the this be a once-off analysis, right? That you know, as a status quo analyze your account, you will also see the same analysis month over month over month, mm. including many, many new features, which actually will analyze how are you evolving and developing and trying to really also help and understand sellers out there, what happened in the last month, right? And this is the second very, very big thing of the benchmark. So the first one is the assessment: is it good or bad? And the second one is the intelligence that just summarizes everything that you need to know what basically happened in the last month. How much time did I spend in my life, right, to answer these kind of questions? Why did my conversion rate drop? Why did my acres go up? Why did my ad sales go down? Why did my click rate go down? I spent so much time on these questions. And what in the benchmark, what you will see now in the benchmarker, is that basically all of this can be seen with exactly one click. You can see a very, very nice, powerful chart. The analysis around this is also something which I'm incredibly happy personally about mm-hmm. because it also saves so much of my own time. And I really hope, and you know, based on the feedback we received, it seems that it also saves you know the time of many others which have the, the same problems every
0: mm-hmm. week and every month. Yeah, and and you say about the saving time, the new feature that um, that I've noticed in there as well about the uh, drilling down into what's making the impact. You know, if your conversion rate's gone down, you can look at which products have really caused that to happen. Uh, and you rather than thinking oh, I need to improve it across the account, it really drills down in uh, you know skew by skew, showing you what impact that made on that on that change in numbers, which is a, yeah, a, a another great addition to the tool. Hey?
1: It's a great addition. And uh, the good news is we tested this in the last two weeks, right, and, and very close betas and close groups. And we will release it today, right. So whoever basically will request the benchmarker today or tomorrow, right in the report that you receive, you will very, very likely because the release should happen now, any minute now, right, you should actually see it in, in your report.
0: By the time this is published, I'm sure it'll be so. <laughs> exactly. That's good. Yeah, really good. And you mentioned about again saving time. Uh, obviously, you uh, run a tool, Celix, is uh, really built around saving time, automation, rules, etc. How uh, how does talk to us a little bit about rules and automation for those maybe PPC users that are growing with their sales, sales, and you know downloading a search term report and manually optimizing their bids is becoming a rather frustrating po- process. What are some of the things that can automate, um, and also uh, to, as a, like a follow up question, there are some people that sort of are scared about the idea of automation. Talk to us a little bit about that. How do you how do you stay confident in what's being automated?
1: Yeah, that's a very, very, very good question, Ben. And I think it's also something, it's a question that everyone that really wants to master AMS and PPC needs also to really think a little bit about. Mm. Um, so before we talk about the different solutions that you have around automation, I think, you know, we first need to understand what should be automated, sure. right, as you say. And I think that the two most important things in in Amazon PPC optimization are either around bidding, Mm -hmm. right? So do you want to bid up or down? Do you want to bid $2 or 50 cents? And the second automation is targeting, Mm. which in most cases is right for which keywords do you want to appear on? Which products do you want to appear on? Which categories do you want to appear? So where basically in the Amazon marketplace should your ad appear? Now, these two things, right, you can set them up as soon as you start a campaign, right, because relatively quickly, but then they need to be optimized. They need to be optimized on an ongoing basis. An ongoing basis can mean sometimes daily, sometimes weekly, sometimes monthly. It depends a little bit how big is your account, how much data do you get, but overall, it's an ongoing task. And now it's possible to do these um, optimizations yourself. Right? So you can basically look, hey, you know, should I decrease bits here because it's not profitable or should I increase bits there because it's actually very profitable and I want to get more impressions. Um, and the same thing for targeting, right? That you want to say, hey, this keyword doesn't work at all. I basically want to ensure that it doesn't appear anymore, but this keyword works very well. So I want to ensure that it's always showing up and I also even want to broaden the reach for this one. So there are different, different things you can do manually. But everything that you can do manually and can be automated and the first step, right? Well, let's say the first level of automation are normally rules. Rules are basically very simple algorithms that work like if this, then that, right? So you can do a rule, hey, if this keyword, right, did not have any order after 20 clicks, please don't show my ad anymore there. For example, a very simple rule, right? Or you can say, if this, Keyword has let's say an A cost of 15%, generated many sales. Your target A cost is actually 30%. Please increase my bid because I want to get more sales, mm-hmm. right? So that's another rule. Yeah. So you can create all of these rules around targeting and bidding basically with rules. So something that CelEx has offered as I think it was actually the first in the industry was the most powerful rule creator for these kind of things. Mm-hmm. So whatever you basically do manually you can set up a very simple rule that exactly does this logic if this happens to that selects will recommend you rules best practice rules which we also tested with many 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 different accounts you can use them for yourself but that's just something right which you can do in order to really really save time so that's that's let's say the first layer mm-hmm. of automation yep. Some people, right? Some people, however, say, okay, rules are nice. I still have control. I can adjust them, right? It's a little bit of mix of manual automation because it's still a full control of what should be how automated. But some say, you know what? Rules are too complicated. Rules are too complicated. They don't want to deal with these rules. There are many problems. They don't want to deal with this. So for these sellers, normally full AI automation is in most cases the best solution. So what is full AI automation? Full AI automation works from a principal perspective, very, very comparable to what we just talked about, right? So it will look at bidding, it will look at targeting, it has certain things that it will do based on what it observes, but the benefit of full AI automation is that it does it A, all automatically, right? So you don't need to set up any rules. The system will automatically define the right rules and improve the right rules. And also it will look at many, many more signals which normally a human can not do, right? Or it's very difficult for human to to basically figure them out. Mm -hmm. Because there's sometimes many, 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 you know, many correlations between performance and for example, day or keyword clusters or product clusters, category clusters, all of this, right? And uh, so relatively complicated mathematical stuff, which can just help you, right, to improve your performance. Um, normally, humans um, can only do simple if-when, right? Logic and mm-hmm. um, algorithms and fully AI algorithms can do much beyond this. And this is what an algorithm then will do. So this is then the full AI solution. There are two downsides of that solution though. Number one, as you said, it's uh, by some perceived a little bit as a black box, right? So you don't exactly know what the algorithm is doing. You can, of course, see it in the change history and you will see sometimes why it did what, right? But, you know, some people still prefer a little bit more control um, because the algorithm, in the end, you know, does it itself. And the second downside is you normally need quite some amount of data. Sure. So it's not the best solution for anyone who spends $100 a month, right? So normally when we see you need at least, let's say, two, $3,000 a monthly ad budget, then AI slowly, you know, starts to really perform. But you need to be at that level to really, really get things going.
0: Yeah. Uh, And what would you say to anyone that does have fears of, uh, you know, automation and what it might do to their PPC?
1: Um, I mean, in most cases, right, just logically, automation will beat human performance, (laughs) right, um, at some point, right? Um, Sometimes know directly, sometimes not. uh, But you still need to feed the machine, right? In terms of rules, of course, you need to define the rules. So if the machine doesn't work, your rules don't work, right? It's, It's kind of like it's the same thing. Yeah. And with full ai it's just important to to select the right things to start with right so probably i would never start with my biggest top seller right this is something i would not start with right let's keep that one there i would also not start with everything that hasn't worked in the past because ai can also not do any magic right <laughs> there might be very good reasons why something hasn't worked out in the past yep. and it's probably not because of targeting and bidding right? <laughs> yes. might somewhere else Very true. Um, so in many cases, you know, I recommend to, to really try it out with something that is in the middle, right? So something that basically performs okay, right? It's generally a good product, you know, decent conversion rate. Could be better, could be worse, right? That's normally something to start with, and just to get some confidence, right? Get some confidence uh, into AI algorithms, understand what they do, or how they work, and then gradually you can you can expand. At least in Cellex, and that's the benefit of Celex. You can use all of the three things in parallel mm. you can do manual optimization you can use rule optimization you can use AI optimization or you can also go for a newest product which we launched a few weeks ago which is the so-called selling smart campaigns which basically also from beginning to the end will do everything for you so even the account creation the campaign creation all of this will happen automatically for you so this is also something that you basically can now do um, and you can again do all of this differently for every product you know, just start and get a little bit comfortable with this and then find the solution that best suits your needs. Yeah, that's good. Really good advice.
0: What, what do you see for the future then of, of Amazon PPC? Is there going to be a lot more automation, data science, that kind of thing? What, and how is Amazon going to move the, the whole advertising industry forward, do you think?
1: Um Yeah, I think there there probably will be, be two things, in my opinion, that will happen like on the top level on, on the Amazon PPC space. I think the first one is that Amazon will continue to invest uh, – huge amounts right, into, into PPC and we see this all the time. So they will launch new formats, they will launch new targeting options, they will launch new bidding functionalities. So they will basically continue to invest more and more and more. We've seen this with sponsored brands, with sponsored display, with remarketing, with on and off advertising, all of this. So the full thing will basically get more complex right, on the mm-hmm. one side, but you also will get more capabilities to do stuff. So in other words, the better you will be on advertising, the better your business will be, and also the more you will have a competitive advantage versus other sellers, which probably still in the same category. So it will be more complex. And uh, the second thing, I also think they will try to automate as much as possible themselves. Hmm. And we've seen this in the Facebook world, we've seen this in the Google world. So basically, all default things, right? And they will try to, to optimize them as well. I think bidding, right, if bidding will be still a big topic in five years from today, right, we shall see, because I just think that, of course, you know, we've seen this in Google, we've seen this in Facebook, we've seen this in other big platforms. Um, all of the, let's say, traditional day-to-day work, Amazon has an interest, right, to to optimize and optimize them as much as possible, while still keeping a certain flexibility. We don't exactly know how this will work out in the next couple of years, but my personal um, estimation is that some of the day-to-day tasks right will also be at some point you know automated there and the focus will be much more on setting the right strategies defining the right goals figuring also out different attribution models how does pbc work together with organic mm. if you sell outside of amazon how does this connect for example with your shopify store right or your eBay sales so all of this so i think there will be different layers you know coming up and up and up but I saw, and that's you know coming back to my initial point. That's why I think it's so important to get the foundations right. Yeah. Because you know it's impossible for anyone to really figure out how do I maximize my organic and PPC profitability combined, and probably also my Shopify sales, and probably also my eBay sales, and probably also my direct to to different shop sales which I also have. Um, how do I maximize all of them at once? It will only be possible if your foundations are right. Yeah. And that's why I think it's so important get the foundations right. PPC is not, not there to, to basically leave, right? It's, it's there to stay. And there are no solutions in the market like the CELIC Smart campaigns, which I just mentioned, where with one, two clicks, the foundations will be set right for you, right? And I think this is just something that I can, can really recommend anyone that, that hasn't invested the time yet to really make sure
0: that this happens yeah definitely and, and to finish us up then talk to us a bit about the you know the future of Selex. how how do you see Selex and, and tools like yours evolving um without obviously giving away all of your your game plans um how uh, how are you going to evolve with amazon and uh, what does the future hold for Selex?
1: Yeah, I mean it's uh, you know' it's, it's a big question. We yeah. of course you know um, are dependent a little bit on the market, the mm. industry the dynamics and everything right So we'll see how Amazon evolves and the industry evolves. But overall, I mean for every one of you that that uh, knows Celex or has followed Celex in the last couple of years, so there has been a bigger shift to advertising, right? And I think this will this will not change for now. So I think we really first want to ensure that we are the best Amazon PPC advertising solution in the market. we provide anyone the right software but also the right human help right that they need from advisors up to many services everything is possible up to the right intelligence right to really understand what's going on what's happening and all of this so that's our big focus and this i think will continue for quite some time and at some point right at some point i think we also probably will let's say you know as mentioned scale up a little bit so next to PPC, we have already many, many things about SEO and organic sales. We have profit tracking, uh, but I think there's still much more we can do to really bring these two worlds together. There are, there are many cool functions and cool features. If we really think about Amazon sales holistically, so how can we optimize organic and PPC sales in a combined and holistic way? So that's I think will be a big topic. And then, yeah, at some point, you know, let's see how all of this evolves in the market, which will will really Shopify play, which will, will, you know, eBay play in the future, will Walmart play in the U.S., which probably even Alibaba play. So, you know, there are many, many other things which are also all the time, right, looking very deep into and just figuring out, you know, how big is really the need or how many already are there. So that also might be something at some point which um, we probably, you know,
0: we'll look into. Amazing, exciting, uh, exciting journey ahead and uh, definitely keen to follow the journey and see what happens. Uh, we'll make sure we leave a link in the show notes on the podcast, the description on YouTube for anybody that wants to check out A, the Benchmarker, which is completely free, incredible tool, and then B, also the full Select software if you want to have a look around that. We'll leave those links below. Uh, before we drop off, uh, Thomas, any other sort of anything else you want to share with the audience before we go?
1: Um. No, I think I think we covered. I think the most important thing. Probably one last thing. One last thing. Um, we are very very close to the end of the year, right? And I'm not sure if uh, everyone is aware, but also November, December are the biggest biggest PPC months, yeah. right? In, in any given year. So if you haven't started to prepare for this yet, right? Now would be a very very good time. November, December, for many, represent 40, 50% of the annual sales if they do PPC the right way. Really understanding Black Friday, understanding Cyber Monday, understanding the Christmas period up to Christmas, understanding what happens between Christmas and New Year's. There are many, many things we can go right and can go wrong. And um, Solix also provides a tons of guides and features in all of this. So if you don't exactly know what what to do there, please check it out. And um, you also will find lots of help within the benchmark, but also within Solix. To guide you through this, right? Um, because it's very important
0: time. It is. It is, and I feel like I should ask you about that. Um- traditionally i need to stop the episode now but to break away from traditional flow just two minutes because that is a great topic you you brought up there um, and i do get asked it all the time but uh in terms of strategy for obviously you can't go into like loads of detail because there's loads to it but if you were to give like a 30 second 60 second overview of what is a best practice strategy for crazy times of the year like q4 um christmas prime day um in terms of bidding budgets those kind of things can you give us some insight there
1: uh, the the forty seconds uh, elevator summary. Yeah, is, exactly. Uh, basically, yeah. yeah. Ensure that your budget, of course, is not capped, right? And the optimization of your performance needs to happen now, right? Don't optimize your stuff and your performance uh, across that time, right? Now you basically uh, need to to ensure that your account is in a stable condition, and then in November, December, ensure that your budgets go up, that your bids go up. The conversion rates will start to increase beginning of November gradually. Right, They will more or less peak around Black Friday, Cyber Monday. And then, this is very important, they will stay very high up to the week before Christmas. So keep your bids high. Most common mistake we see all the time is that people decrease the bids after Cyber Monday. Don't do this. The three weeks in December are the most probable weeks for most sellers out there because conversion rates are still incredibly high, the highest of the year. But the CPCs go down because most people are only bid up for Black Friday and Cyber Monday. So very, very important: keep the bids high up to roughly the 9th of December. And if you just follow these already guidelines, you already did many things right.
0: Geez, that was worth staying for. Some bonus questions at the end there after the sign-off. That was. Uh... Brilliant insight for Q4 coming up and whenever you listen to this, the uh, the busier times of the year. So thank you, Thomas, for your insight. We really appreciate your time. We know you're busy running a huge company over there, so I appreciate you taking the time to jump on this and sharing your insight with the audience.
1: Thanks so much, man. It has been a pleasure.
0: Amazing. Thank you so much for joining me on the episode today. I hope you got a lot of value out of that conversation with Thomas from Celix. If you do want to access the free benchmarker tool like I said, industry-leading, incredible insights, definitely worth getting hooked up to that. You can access that at the link below in the show notes or the description if you're watching on YouTube. And likewise, you can also check out the full Selex software suite there. I would highly, highly recommend it. As a Selex user myself, I highly recommend it. Listen, I'll be back next week with another humdinger of an episode. So make sure you are subscribed on whatever platform you are on. And don't forget if you do have time to leave a review for The Brand Builder Show. I will forever be grateful to you. Uh, If I see you in person, I will come up and give you a big kiss or a big cuddle or whatever is appropriate at the time. I will be very, very thankful. Listen, it's been a great episode. I've enjoyed having you here. I hope you've enjoyed being here and I'll see you in the next episode real soon.